Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Elodie, good morning. Good morning. You wake up in the cushy, pleasant, excellent, clean, warm, comfortable bed and breakfast that the party decided to splurge on. Because of the splurge, because of how well you slept, you are feeling so good. You feel so ready to take on this gym challenge, and you gain a one-day D8 of inspiration for today. Let's go. You are so well rest, so well rested. You are just absolutely killing it. It's probably about like 9.30-ish. You have slept in a little bit. Um, the smell of breakfast is wafting from downstairs. Is there anything you would like to do this morning before the gym challenge? Um, definitely have breakfast. Cool. It's in the name of the bed and breakfast. That's true. Uh, you head downstairs. There is like a little kitchen, cafeteria, dining area. It's, it's nice. It's, it's nice and quaint. And there's only a couple other people who are in there. They're doing like a continental breakfast thing where you serve yourself, but it's all really good stuff. Um, they have meats and eggs and uh, like cereals and anything you could really want. And there is a very cute little orange bipedal lizard wearing an apron with a flame on its tail that is holding a stack of dishes. It is busting them from tables. Um, it seems very helpful and very cute. That is epic. Uh, are you going to eat? What's your plan? You want some coffee? Yes. Give me all the RP. Or you don't have to, but <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> uh, definitely going to have all of my Pokemon come out and eat some pre-gym challenge breakfast. Awesome. That's sick. Um, you are now required to name what each of them decides to eat for breakfast. All right. Perfect. Cabbage is definitely going to have, like... If there's any, like, pastries, uh -huh. like a croissant or something. Yes, absolutely. It is there. Perfect. Um, let's see. Uh, grape juice seems like a bacon eater. Have, like, <laughs> yeah. a eggs and bacon, like, protein breakfast. Uh-huh. Um, Bubblegum seems like, like a bagel eater. Sure. Like a little blueberry bagel um, with some cream cheese on that. Yeah. Gotta match the color with the blue with the blueberry. And then uh, key lime is gonna have hmm, probably just cereal. Key lime is a baby, you know? Yeah. Dry cereal or like yeah, just with dry cereal. <laughs> I feel like key lime would be like self conscious about drinking milk in front of cabbage. <laughs> key lime's too smart. Keyline recognizes that, like, oh, you're like, you're a milk creature. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Great. Thank you. You really didn't have to do that, but I'm really glad that you did. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the whisk takers or whiskey business enjoy a really pleasant breakfast before their gym challenge. They notice that none of their friends are around. The rest of the Quacko Paco is doing something else. Who knows what? Is Elodie ready to take off? Yes. I'm ready to go. Okay. Does she go anywhere before she heads to the Fallville Crawlway? The Fallville Crawlway. Yes, that's um, the name of the mine that is where the gym is. That's awesome. 
No, I think she just goes straight there. Cool. She does so. Um, it's not like a glamorous gym or anything. It is, in fact, a mine. Whether it was designed for transportation or for harvesting minerals, who knows? Hard to tell. You are, in fact, not a miner. Gimli would probably know. Um, you walk in, and there's your classic gym attendant. They're standing there, kind of serving as security, and they ask to see your trainer card. I provide my trainer card. They say, thank you very much. And then they hand it back to you and they say, best of luck with your challenge today. Thank you. Excellent. Instead of a large red double door that you usually go through for a gym, you just walk in the mine. Um, There are little incandescent light bulbs that are dangling from the ceiling. And uh, there are little bits of gems and minerals that are poking out from the rocky walls. You walk forwards until you go into a squarer, large room, probably about 50 feet across. And there you are greeted at the start of a mine cart shaft. Um, There are two little girls, no more than five years old. Uh, They see you approach and they say, Hi, trainer! Hello! They say, I'm Cleo! And I'm Chloe! And welcome to the gym! (laughs) Uh, Thank you. They say, For your first challenge, we want a double bell! Yay! That I can definitely do that. Excellent. Choose two Pokemon for this double battle. I am going to bring out Cabbage and Key Lime. Perfect. The dream team. Dream team. Cabbage, with its new evolved form as an Alcremie, and Key Lime. Little, little baby Ralts. Hit the field. Cleo and Sl- Chloe send out their Pokemon. Cleo says, Go, Plussy! And Chloe says, go, Miney! And then before you on the field are two little rat-like Pokemon. Uh, one is red and has a plus sign motif, and one is blue and has a minus sign motif. They are ready for battle. Roll your initiative. Let's go! I got a 22. They got a 3. The let's go! Cabbage crew will be going first. What do they do? All right, let's do this. Cabbage is going to be using Decorate on Key Lime. Decorate? What does that do? Uh, Cabbage is going to fling its fey creaminess onto Key Lime. Uh-huh. Um, and so for the remainder of the encounter, Key Lime will make attacks with advantage and will impose disadvantage uh, with damaging DC saves. And all of their dice rolls are upgraded by one tier. That's crazy. For the first time, Cabbage decorates an ally. Keylime feels invigorated. It looks beautiful. There's all these little like tr- treats and sweets on it. Um, Keylime is feeling like a girl boss and is ready to take on this battle. Girl boss. What does Keylime do? Keylime is actually a gift sub. Um. <laughs> True. Second name. Um, Key Lime is going to go for a disarming voice onto the puzzle. Disarming voice always hits. Yes. Um, You will upgrade your dice tier. So if you have a D6, that's a D8. D8's a D10, etc. So that will do seven damage. Seven points of damage, you said, into puzzle? Yes. All right. Uh, Key Lime lets out a little shriek. Um, and Plusle feels disoriented and takes a little bit of fairy-type damage. Now it is Cleo and Chloe's turn. Elodie can c- clearly see that these two little mouse Pokemon 
have a constant little sparky arc of electricity going between their tails and their cheeks. Like they are connected together. Some sort of feature is empowering them. Chloe instructs Miney to use helping hand. And Minen does a little dance and claps his hands and Puzzle is feeling invigorated and powerful. Then Puzzle, out of nowhere, slaps its cheeks and shoots out an arc of electricity directly towards Alchemy in a size that is so much larger than what it looks like Puzzle could create. Um, rolling a thunderbolt to hit Alchemy, that's going to be a 24. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. The thunderbolt connects with Alchemy, dealing a total of 27 points of electric-type damage. As Alchemy gets bombarded with a bolt of lightning that just seems impossibly powerful for what these two little mice can do. Um, Cleo and Chloe go, yay! And they're so excited, and they're so happy that their Pokemon are doing so well. It is now Elodie's turn again. All right. Cabbage is going to go for a draining kiss onto the Plusle. Excellent. Roll to hit. Awesome. Let's go. Does a 23 hit? It sure does. I'm actually rolling well today. Let's go. Finally. Finally. That will be 19 damage. 19 points of fairy-type damage. A significant blow into Plusle. Not taking it very well. It seems like Plusle is in pain. Nicely done, Alchemy. Yeah, Alchemy would be recovering HP, but I believe there are... No, they're not at full. How much do they recover? So they would recover nine, right? Yep. Nine points of HP. Stolen from poor innocent Plussy. Yoink. What will Key Lime do? Um, Key Lime will go for a confusion. Into who? The Plussle. Okay. Is that a save or is that a roll to hit? That's a roll to hit. Okay. You have advantage also. Um, will an 18 hit? It sure will. Actually, there's a dirty 20. I forgot about the twisted spoon. Even better. Um, then that will be a D10 because of decorate. That will do 12 damage. 12 points of psychic type damage as a beam of psychic energy collides with Puzzle. Dealing a significant amount of HP. It seems like Puzzle doesn't have a whole lot of energy left in it. However, still going to do its best. Mining. And Puzzle are going to do the same old song and dance. Minin, doing a little groove, doing a little move. Inspiring Puzzle to do extra damage with a helping hand. Then Puzzle releases a Thunderbolt, this time into Key Lime. Oh no. Does a 10 hit Key Lime. It will not. Right as the Thunderbolt is about to connect with the little baby Ralts, Ralts nimbly teleports out of the way and moves slightly to the side. And then there's a significant smoking crater left where the Thunderbolt was about to hit. Very good. For key lime. Huge. All right. Back to Elodie's team. Amazing. Um, this time, uh, I'm going to have Cabbage go for a Dazzling Gleam. So they Ooh. both have to make a Charisma save. Both of them. Puzzle. Fails. Minin. Fails. They both fail. Did they... Uh, so it was a 14. Did they either of them fail by five or more? Um, Puzzle did. Minin did not. Okay, cool. I will roll the damage. So Plusle is blinded. If it survives, I don't know how much it has left. 25. 25 points of fairy-type damage. A huge blow to both of these cute little mice Pokemon. Plusle gets stars in its eyes, cannot see, and falls into the dirt, knocked out. Minin, hanging on, manages to just narrowly avert its gaze to avoid being blinded temporarily, and is now the sole mouse standing versus Keylime. And cabbage. Keylime, it is your turn. Let's go. Uh, Keylime is going to go for another confusion. Cool. 
does a dirty 20 hit. Dirty 20 does, in fact, hit. Show me the damage. Let's go. No, bad roll. Uh, that will do five damage. Five points of psychic-type damage. Oh, I forgot to... Uh, I rolled a natural 17 on the attack, and so uh, since it's 16 or greater, uh, it's also confused. True, and you upgraded your damage dice, correct? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Five points of psychic-type damage into mine and standing without its ally, the arcs of electricity that surrounded its body are now gone, and it is also now confused as the psychic blast messes with its tiny mouse mind. Mine struggling, dizzy, will now try to do its best to finish off this battle. Going for a lonely thunderbolt into Keyline. Will a 21 hit? Yes, that will hit. Without the boost from its ally, Minin is not confident that they can do as much damage. They miss their friend Plessy. However, they still manage to get a sizable 14 points of electric-type damage. Oof. The Whisk-Takers may take another action and end this battle. It may just happen. I think Cabbage is going to go for another Dazzling Gleam. All right. Making the charisma save, right? Yes. Uh, that is going to be a 19. Okay. So they pass. Yes, correct. All right. Key Lime is going to go for another confusion. Oh, let's go natural 20. Natural 20? Key Lime with the big crit. With the boosted dice damage. Crits are... You automatically get the minimum roll. Or sorry, you automatically get the maximum roll. Um, and with decorate, that increases your damage dice. So, right. so uh, it'll be 13 plus a d10, right? Yes, yeah, you get the maximum roll and then you add your regular roll. And you gotta incorporate your damage increases. And that's gonna be crazy. So that'll be 21 points of damage. 21 points as Key Lime critically invades the mind of this mine and to drain it of all of its last energy. It falls backwards into the rocky dirt, and the battle has concluded. Cleo and Chloe are very impressed. They say, wow, you're so strong. You're so cool. We want to be like you when we grow up. Yay! <laughs> and they reach into their pockets, seeking spare change. And there they find. One of them has $8, and one of them has $7. And they give you the money. Oh, thank you. They say, please don't try and give it back. The last one of the guys who came in here tried to do that, and it's our job to give you money. So yeah. you better take it. Yeah, I, I appreciate your money. They say, thank you. We're entrepreneurs. <laughs> I respect the hustle. <laughs> Cleo and Chloe say, you, you, can, you can get in this minecart, and it'll take you to the next challenge. Okay, thank you, and good luck with your next battle. They say, thank you, bye. And uh, they are just smiley, happy little kids. Um, do you enter the minecart? Yes. You do so. It's fun. It's like a steady clip of like 15 miles per hour. 15, 1, 5. Um, it's not scary, but it's a little speedy. Uh, it's mostly straight line, but you are going up and down. Primarily down. You're mostly going down. And you notice that around you, the gems and minerals that are around, there's also these really distinct glowing orbs that line the ceilings and the walls. It's so much to the point where they don't really need artificial lighting in here. Roll a perception check. Okay. I got a 21. 21. You can see if you peer over the side of the minecart that without a shadow of a doubt, um, all these little orbs are being cherished by... The, you know what they are. They're Pikachu. 
there's a ton of Pikachu in this cave, and there's all these little orbs on the walls, and they just love them. It's like catnip. They're just hanging out. They're having such a good time. There's like little sparks flying everywhere and stuff. They're so happy and cute, and they seem really harmless. It seems like if you jumped out of the minecart, they would just want to hang out with you. Uh, Elodie enjoys her ride to the next destination, and there she arrives at a metal platform. It is slightly raised above the, the ground, and uh, there's lots of brilliant gems and jewels and things lining the rock walls. There stands a young man. He's got some messy hair. He's wearing a plaid shirt, and he has a strap around his neck that is connected to a flash bulb camera. He says, Welcome, trainer. My name's Edward. I'll be your second challenge. Awesome. He says, For this battle, we're going to have a single battle, and you can use up to three Pokemon. Um, is this like one of those where, like, if I use one, he only uses one type deal? Yes, he will adjust. Okay. I, I'm definitely going to use Grape Juice, trying to decide if I want to use anybody else. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. I'll do two. I'll do Grape Juice and Cabbage. Okay. Very good. Edward says, two it is. Let the battle begin and roll your initiative. Sounds good. I got an 18. You got a dirty 20. Edward will be going first. He sends out his first Pokemon, throws out a Pokeball, and standing before you is a bipedal pink sheep with a cute little orb on its tail. It seems like its wool is clumped together very tight, and if it vibrated, it would create electricity. He says, you got this, Flaffy. And Flaffy goes, who do you send out? Um. I'll send out Cabbage first. Cabbage. It's the field. Let the battle begin. Edward yells over to you. He says, if you don't mind, I'd like to take pictures during our battle. Is that okay? Yeah, that's perfect. Just let us know so we can pose. (laughs) He says, oh, you'll know what's coming. And uh, he says, Flaffy, you know what to do. And Flaffy goes, man, in a very determined voice. And Flaffy holds its arms out, stares directly at Cabbage, and charges electricity. And does nothing else. At the same time, uh, at, at his name's Edward. Yes. <laughs> at the same time, Edward finds a good dynamic position and kneels closer to the ground. And you can hear the sound of his flashbulb charging up. It's like a little sweet kind of sound. It's now Elodie's turn. Okay. Cabbage is going to go for a Mr. Okay. Let's see it. Does a 21 hit? It sure does. Also. Any attack it makes before the end of its next turn is disadvantage. Correct. That will do 20 damage. 20 damage on a coverage move? I know, right? That's very powerful. Um, yes, 20 points of fire-type damage as Cabbage lets out a mystical ball of fiery energy and it connects with Flaffy and seems to disorient it. Seems like it is distracted and has lost some willpower. The charging happens regardless. And Edward, posing his camera, facing towards Cabbage, says, Ready? Now! And he presses the trigger, and a brilliant flash comes out of the camera, and at the same exact moment, Flaffy discharges an incredible thunderbolt directly towards Cabbage. Have Cabbage make a dexterity save with advantage. Okay. Oh, we got a nine. That will not be good enough. Um, An incredible thunderbolt generated from Flaffy's wool connects with Cabbage the Alchemy dealing a grand total of 27 points of electric type damage. An oppressive display. Um, you are not paralyzed. You're lucky. Edward says, ooh, I got a good one. And Flaffy goes, Fleh! and it seems very confident. Uh, what will Cabbage do in response? 
Cabbage is gonna go for a draining kiss. Okay. Roll to hit that. Will a 25 hit? Um, a 25 will, in fact, hit. That is correct. Let's go. 21 damage. 21 points of damage. Cabbage hitting hard out here. Let's go. Pretty significant blows being exchanged. You're going to recover 10, 10 and have Cabbage roll a d4 for me. We got a four. Okay. Cabbage is fine for now, but as Cabbage made that smooch onto Flaffy, she noticed that this little lamb is statically charged and could be dangerous to make contact with. It is now Edward and Flaffy's turn. Edward says, it was so nice, we better do it twice. And he finds a new position. He kind of like dips under the platform so that he's like at ground level to get a good good photo here. And Flaffy sticks its arms out, begins vibrating its wool and charging up an attack. At the same time, you hear Edward's flash bulb charging up. It is now Elodie's turn again. All right. Uh, this time, going to go for a dazzling gleam. Okay. Um, it got a nine. Then it will fail. <gasps> no! Is that... That's failing. That I think. What's the DC 16? The DC is 14. Oh. Uh, failing by five or more. So that's failing by five. So, yes. yes. So, yes. Blinded. Let's go. We will do 15. 15 points of fairy type damage as Flaffy is bombarded with fairy lights smacking into its face. It seems like it is running out of breath. It is feeling very tired and exhausted and it cannot see right now. As such, it will dispel its Thunderbolt attack. At disadvantage, as Edward takes a photograph at the exact moment that the Thunderbolt flies out. Or sorry, it will not attack at disadvantage. You will save with advantage. Uh, we got a 12. 12. Fails. Flaffy, using its intuition and its capability of electricity, knows exactly where Cabbage is and launches an impressive mighty Thunderbolt directly at it, dealing 23 points of electric-type damage. Flaffy, out of breath, Still very proud. And Edward says, wow, that was a great shot. Way to go. Flaffy goes, bah. Is now Elodie's turn. We're going to go for another Dazzling Gleam. Christmas save? Christmas save, yes. Flaffy got a 12. That is a fail, but not blinded this time. That will do 12 damage. 12 points of fairy-type damage. As Flaffy is once again bombarded by fairy lights, its eyes turn over in its head, and it falls to the ground, knocked out. Let's go. Edward says, Flaffy, return. You did great. Flaffy unconsciously goes, Edward says, all right, you did well, but get ready for my second. It's your turn. And he throws out a Pokeball and before you, what you see is not an Electro-type. You are immediately bombarded with the smell of a cross between floral pleasant and rotting flesh. There is a small blue orb with legs and hands. Its mouth is open. It's drooling a little bit. And it has a flower atop its head with brilliant red-orange It looks like it's asleep. Edward says, all right, Gloom, I know you got this. And Gloom says, Gloom. And uh, it begins funneling a light energy into its bulb. All of the lights that are in the room and all the lights that are reflecting off of the gems and minerals that line the walls are being absorbed. And the room grows noticeably darker. At the same time, Edward charges up his camera. What will Cabbage do? Um, okay. <laughs> Cabbage is going to go for a mystical fire. Okay. Roll to hit. Will an 18 hit? It sure does. I will roll the damage, and then um, 
Any move it makes before the end of its next turn is disadvantage. True. Uh, that will do... We double the dice for super effective. Correct. That will do 32 damage. Jeez! You know, right? That's crazy. Cabbage is unstoppable. 32 damage just like that. My goodness. Dealing nearly half of Gloom's HP in one go as Gloom feels disoriented and mystified by the mystical fire. Regardless, it is too late. Gloom has been charging up energy and it is time for Gloom to release it. Edward says, ready now! And Gloom goes, Gloom! And fires off a brilliant solar beam into Cabbage. Cabbage may make a dexterity save with advantage. Oh, good gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Mystical fire doesn't matter at all. As Cabbage gets pelted with enormous solar blast, dealing 25 points of grass-type damage. How's Cabbage doing? Cabbage is still alive. Not doing great, but still alive. Okay. We love to hear it. Um, Edward cheers. He says, Gloom, you did it! And Gloom goes, Gloom! And they seem very pleased. What will Cabbage do? Cabbage is going to go for another mystical fire. Okay. Oh, no. That was a six. Okay. Not great. We're doing great. Cabbage shoots out another beam of mystical fire, a little... Will-O-Wisp dashing towards Gloom. And Gloom just kind of rolls. Gloom just rolls out of the way. Gloom's like, I ain't having that. And you wonder how Gloom did it with its eyes closed. Edward says, all right, it looks like for this shot, we got to keep our target still. You sleep powder. And Gloom goes, Gloom! And it shakes its leaves towards Cabbage. And Cabbage must make a con save. Um, Cabbage has Sweet Veil. <gasps> True. Cabbage. Cannot be put to sleep. And Edward has learned a new secret about fairy types that look like whipped cream. <laughs> it is now Cabbage's turn. Let's go. Going for another mystical fire. All right. Let's go. Uh, that'll be a 22 to hit. Sure does. Then that will be 28 damage. 28 already? Jeez. Another massive blow. As Cabbage launches another mystical fire towards Gloom. Gloom, having a hard time. Looks like its leaves are getting a little singed up, a little smoked up. The smoke that comes off of their leaves is not black, though. It is, in fact, pink. Pink. Interesting. Edward says, come on, Gloom, I know you got this. Gloom says, Gloom! Very determined, but weak. Uh, starts charging up solar energy from all the lights in the room. It becomes increasingly dark, and Gloom's bulb begins to glow. What will Cabbage do? Gonna go for one last mystical fire. Yes. Uh, that'll be a 22 to hit. Okay. Oh, let's go. That was like an amazing series of rolls. That will do 37 damage. The heck? I know. <laughs> Alcrevy is unstoppable. I mean, they just evolved, so it makes sense. But holy moly. Cabbage fires off one last mystical fire. The will-o'-wisp that forms has a cute little smiley face on it. And as it connects with Gloom, it dissipates. And Gloom lets off a smile and falls backwards. And the battle has ended. Let's go. Edward says, wow, I haven't taken out your first Pokemon. I've never seen that thing before. What is it? It's an Alcreamy. He says, amazing. It looks so cute. And he reaches into his pocket and gives you $29. Oh, nice. 
He says, I don't know how many more trainers I have left today. So this is probably just, I'll just give you the rest of the funds that I have for, for paying out trainers. Congratulations. Why, thank you. He also fully heals your party. Let's go. Is that just HP or PP? All of it. All of it. Oh, let's go. You all, all, the, <laughs> all the exact medicine you need to get back to. He says, only one challenge awaits you. Are you ready? I'm so ready. He says, great. And he steps off the platform that you're standing on. And he just kind of waves at you while you stand there. And Elodie might be wondering, what? I need to go somewhere. And then all of a sudden, the platform that you're standing on begins to move. It slides along the rails of the minecart track. And you find yourself delving deeper and deeper into the mine. Eventually, it opens up into a large chasm, at least half a mile wide. And it parks itself right next to a little pedestal where a man sitting in a wheelchair is sitting. He has creamy snow white hair and a beard. And you've seen him before. Yes. His name is Watson. He asks you to go to New Mauville. Mm -hmm. He wheels up to you and he says, Welcome. Great to see you again. It's nice to see you too. He says, I hope you're ready for a thrilling battle. I've had some great contenders today and I'm sure you will not be an exception. I don't doubt it. He instructs you to prepare for a single battle with three Pokemon. The order that you choose is significant. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with bubblegum first, then okay. grape juice, and then cabbage. Or, yeah, and then cabbage. Dream team. As you stand there deciding your team, you notice that in each corner of this platform that you're standing on, of the battle pitch, there are little pillars that stick out of the ground up to about waist height. And they have orbs on the top of them. They are like electrodes or plasma coils or something. As right before the battle is about to begin, they all light up and electricity arcs around them, creating like an electric force field around the platform. You also notice, as you prepare to send out bubblegum, that the three Pokeballs of the Pokemon that you've chosen, the buttons on the front are lit up red. What does it mean? Watson says, at this gym, we have a special technique called the Volt Switch. I hope you're ready for a dynamic and ever-changing battlefield. Oh, no. Roll your initiative. I got a 12. He got a 3. Watson sends out his first Pokemon. It looks strikingly similar to the ones that you saw inside the mine on your way here, except it is a little chubbier, larger, orange in color, long black tail with a lightning bolt on the end, and adorable yellow cheeks. Raichu! What will you do versus Raichu? Alright, we've got Bubblegum out. I'm going to go... Or a bubble beam. Let's see it. Is that a save? Uh, no, that's a roll okay. to hit. I got an 11. 11 does not hit Raichu. Nimble and dexterous, Raichu swats its tail at the incoming bubbles and they all pop. No chance. Raichu, not trying to mess around. Sticks its tail up in the air, kneels down. Not kneels down. It scrunches over and its cheeks vibrate and release a brilliant thunderbolt directly towards Bubblegum. Uh, a 25 should hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Incoming super effective electric-type damage. I'm worried. Raichu deals a modest total of 21 points of electric-type damage. Not too bad. In this moment, Watson's Pokeball automatically recalls Raichu, and Elodie's Pokeball automatically recalls Bubblegum, and they are <laughs> replaced with Grape Juice versus... A Pokemon that is made of mechanical parts with three eyes and six magnets. It is a Magneton. What will Grape Juice do? 
Grape juice is going to go for a mud bomb. Mud bomb! Does a 17 hit? It does break the armor class of Magneton. Very good. That will do 21 damage. Um, oh, and then also uh, it has to make a con save. <gasps> Magneton making a con save? Could it be? It rolls a 6. I don't know what the DC is for this. It doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't. It's not part of the move. It's. I mean, it's part of the move, but it just gives me the power to hit. It doesn't give me the DC for the concept. Uh, tell me the effect, and I'll tell you what the DC should be. It says on a failure, their next attack or save is at disadvantage. And what's your proficiency bonus? Should be fourteen. Got it. So it did fail. Uh, yes, that is correct. So it is at disadvantage on its next turn. Yes. Understood. Magneton got mud all over its eyeballs. How is it going to do anything? That's a great question, because it will start spinning its magnet pieces, and it starts to become loud, shrieking, in fact, so loud that it is channeling a sonic boom and requests an advantage con save from Grape Juice. Oh, that's good. They rolled two nines, um, so that's a 12. Uh, 12 to save? Yes. It is not good enough as sonic waves dash towards grape juice and pelt its body and disorient its ears, dealing a precise unrolled 20 points of normal type damage. At this moment, after Magneton's attack, Magneton is recalled and grape juice is recalled. Out comes Cabbage versus a blue wolf with a yellow mane that is pointed up in the air. It is none other than Watson's ace, Manectric. What will Cabbage do? Cabbage is going to go for a dazzling gleam. Manectric is not noticeably charismatic whatsoever and rolls a 9 and gets no additional bonuses. It rolled a 9, but it that is failing by 5, so it would be blinded, but it's not? Or No, I'm, I'm basically just flavor telling you that Manectric is not charismatic at all. It is very oh, okay. stoic in its personality, so uh, it's bad at Christmas saves. Okay, so it does get blinded. Yes. Awesome. That will be... 16 damage. Not a bad hit at all, as Cabbage releases its fairy lights and attempts to disorient Manectric, which succeeds. Manectric, frustrated, sparks up its jaws. They are coursing with electricity, and it dashes forwards and attempts to thunder feign Cabbage. I'm going to roll at disadvantage, because I'm blinded. I got a 2 on my second roll. Manectric charges forwards with its jaws open and just completely misses Cabbage. It turns around and growls. At this moment, the volt switch triggers. Manectric is returned, and out comes Raichu versus Bubblegum. All right. This time, Bubblegum is going to go for a Hyper Voice. Hyper Voice it is. That's a save con, right? Uh, No, that's a roll to hit. Oh, okay. Does a 14 hit? It does not. No. So sad. So close. Bubblegum can, like, never land hits. This is so sad. Yeah, Bubblegum's got to do something about this. Bubblegum screams at Raichu, and Raichu covers its ears and looks away. Refuses to be influenced by the hyper voice. On Raichu's turn, Raichu swings its tail towards Bubblegum, launching a material from it. It looks like it is a spider web that is electrically charged as an electro web attempts to connect with Bubblegum. Does a 17 hit? Yes. All right, rolling super effective electro web damage. Oof, 26 points of electric type damage. And... Bubblegum is covered in a shocking, sticky electro web. At this moment, the Volt Switch activates, 
and recalls Raichu for Magneton. The Volt Switch must make a roll to see if he can get past the electric web that is covering Bubblegum. Oh, no. It cannot. Bubblegum oh, no. stays on the field no. versus Magneton. No. What will Bubblegum do? Oh no! I am in torrent range right now, currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go for a bubble bee. Let's see it. Please hit Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Will an 18 hit? It does! Okay, that's good. That will do 15 damage. 15 points of water type damage. Boosted by Torrent, because Bubblegum's not feeling too great. Magneton sees a clear opportunity to pick off a target and launches out a bolt of thunder. A thunderbolt. Will it connect? Will a 12 connect with Bubblegum? No, it will not. (laughs) Barely missing. Let's go, Magneton. Still got some mud in his eyes. Not fully able. Magneton is recalled by the Volt Switch and out comes a Manectric. The Volt Switch mechanism still needs to work its way around the webbing that is on Bubblegum, but after these turns of battle, a little bit less of it is on Bubblegum's body. It succeeds. Bubblegum is withdrawn. Out comes Grape Juice versus Manectric. Okay. Grape Juice is going to go for another Mud Bomb. Mud Bomb it up. That'll be a 21 to hit. That does connect. Awesome. That'll do 21 damage. 21 points of ground type damage. As a mud, a bomb of mud is thrown atop Manectric, dealing a significant blow to a Pokemon that seems kind of frail. Manectric will retaliate. Watson is familiar with Hoenn starters, and Watson is aware that Marshtomp is in fact ground type. However, he still lacks decent coverage. Watson instructs Manectric to use a fire fang as it charges towards Marshtomp with jaws ablaze. 10 to hit. That will not hit. Manectric is just not doing well today. Manectric chomps into Grape Juice. It's flaming jaws, and Grape Juice just shrugs and takes it <laughs> and just is completely oblivious to the fact that it was supposed to be an attack. Grape Juice and Manectric are recalled. Out comes Raichu, out comes Cabbage. A new matchup for Cabbage. Raichu has managed to avoid all damage so far. Not for long. <laughs> Cabbage is going to go for a mystical fire. Because Let's why see. not? Yeah. Great attack. Dirty 20. That connects. It is also now blind. Or not blinded, but it will attack with disadvantage. That'll do 13 damage. 13 points of fire type damage as Raichu is pelted with another mystical will-o'-wisp coming from Alchemy. Very spooky. Raichu. Gonna do what Raichu does best. Shoot out an electro web from the swing of its tail in, it, in an attempt to trap Alcremi in place. At disadvantage, it's the first rolls of one. It does not succeed. The web just completely goes wide. It falls off the platform. You fool. At that moment, the two mons are recalled. It's Bubblegum versus Magneton. All right. Gonna, gonna try it. Gonna go for another bubble beam. Still got Torrent. Still got Torrent. We're still alive. We can do this. We rolled a two, so no. we don't got this. Bubblegum. Uh, Magneton knows what's coming and zaps each individual bubble as it comes in, just, bzz, 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 just making them pop. No chance. Magneton swings its little metallic pieces around, each one of them gaining a new color. One of them becomes red. One of them becomes bright yellow. One of them becomes a chilly blue. 
It launches three orbs at Bubblegum simultaneously. And Bubblegum must make a dexterity save. DC 13. Alright. We can do this. Roll an 11. An 11 is not good enough. No. Roll a d4. D4, okay. Got a 2. A 2. Bubblegum experiences significant pain coming from the red orb. And Bubblegum is now burned from the tri-attack. Also, it happens to deal 7 points of normal type damage. Oh, phew. Okay, we're still alive. Just barely. Uh, how much barely? Because you will take your proficiency modifier worth of damage uh, from the burn. On your next turn, you have an active gem. Next Just turn? Next right? time, yes. Next time you take an action. Okay. Correct. For now, we're good. For now, you're good. And for now, Magneton and Bubblegum are swapped out. It's Grape Juice versus Manectric yet again. Manectric not looking so hot. This time... Grape juice is going to go for a whirlpool. Whirlpool it up. That will be a nine to hit. That does not connect with the Manectric. Manectric doesn't care about whirlpool. Still has a bad matchup here, though. Going to try and roll that fire fang again. Gosh, 11 to hit. That will not hit. Manectric, <laughs> feeling frustrated, will, as a bonus action, use quick attack in attempts to try to get another attack. Gets 13 to hit. That will not hit. Manectric is utterly worthless in this matchup. <laughs> uh, the shiny Marshtomp is just too oblivious to the physical attacks that Manectric is dishing out. Manectric is recalled and comes Raichu. Grape Juice is recalled and comes Cabbage. Raichu is for sure the healthiest member of Watson's team currently. Cabbage is going to go for a Dazzling Gleam, so it needs to make a Charisma save. Incoming Charisma 8. Failed and also blinded. Raichu, no! How much damage? Fool. That'll be 18 damage. Jeez. Significant blow of fairy bright blinding lights, leaving Raichu blinded, unable to see. Raichu just gonna willy-nilly fire off a thunderbolt. See if it happens to connect with its target. It will. A dirty 19 was its lowest roll. Dang, okay. As a thunderbolt launches off, dealing a, a modest amount of 13 points of electric-type damage. Cabbage tanking Fairly comfortably. Not terrible. And then once again, the Pokemon are recalled. Magneton versus Grape Juice. One of these Pokemon could be knocked out this turn. It's almost guaranteed that at least one of them will faint. So, as far as the burn damage goes, does it go into effect after I move or before? Yes. Whenever you take an action. Got it. Cool. Awesome. And epic. All right. We're going to do it. Bubblegum is going to go for a bubble beam. Uh Uh-huh. Bubble it up. Does an 18 hit? It sure does. Let's go. That will do 17 damage. 17 damage as bubbles connect with Magneton, rusting away at its metal pieces. And one by one, each magnet, screw, and orb falls to the ground, knocking out Magneton from the battle. Bubblegum is also knocked out. Bubblegum, with her last breath, succumbs to her bird and is also knocked out. One for one. A brilliant duel. The battle is not over. Manectric versus Grape Juice. Alright, back to the basics. We're going for another Mud Bomb. Mud Bomb it. Dang it. That is a nine to hit. Nine to hit will not succeed. Manectric's too nimble. This battle is a Pokemon that is too tanky and a Pokemon that is too nimble and not strong enough. Can Manectric do something this turn with a Fiery Fang? 
The answer is 18 to hit. Should work. Yes. Um, however, I'm going to protect. <gasps> Could it be? The protect reaction? Guaranteed once per battle? It happens. Manectric lunges forward, identifies a weak spot in Grape Juice's hide, but Grape Juice anticipates it and protects that area from receiving any damage. Another nil turn in this matchup. Returning, <laughs> right to and Cabbage. Cabbage is going to go for another Dazzling Gleam. So, Charisma save. Raichu gets a natural one. Let's go! Blinded! Blinded by the light, yet again. Huge damage, 26. Jeez! 26 points of Fairy-type damage, and Raichu is yet again blinded. Mystified. It looks like it's getting worn down. It looks all dusty and dirty. Its eyes are closed. Can't see anything. Raichu's going to do their best to pin down this cabbage with another Electra Web. Perhaps the last attack it will be able to get off. At disadvantage, well, it crit one, and then it got a dirty 20 on the other. Electra Web will connect as the web encapsulates Alcremi, dealing a total of 12 points of Electra-type damage. Raichu is then recalled, and out comes Manectric. The Volt Switch mechanism is going to attempt... To grab Cabbage, and it fails. Cabbage stays on the field. It is Cabbage versus Manectric this turn. All right. I'm going to go for another Dazzling Gleam, so it's got to make a charisma save. Manectric rolls a nine. Let's go. Another blinded. So much blinding. <gasps> yeah. It's especially bad for Manectric. That is 20 damage. Jeez. This thing's supposed to be a support. <laughs> I know, right? I'm glad. I'm, no, so I'm, I'm happy with it. Cabbage deserves it. Cabbage has been working really hard. All right. Uh, Manectric. Jaws a sparkin. Opting for the Thunderfang. The lower roll at disadvantage was a 17 to hit. That will hit. Using its keen sense of smell as a canine Pokemon, it identifies the location of Alchemy because it smells so sweet. Chomps right down on its fairy body, dealing a grand total of 20 points of Electric-type damage. Yee. Manectric switches out. In comes Raichu. The Voltwitch mechanism attempts to grab Alchemy and fails. Alchemy is still on the field versus Raichu. Oh gosh. Raichu, staring down Cabbage. What will Cabbage do? This time we're going to go for Mystical Fire. Okay. Does a 16 hit? Sure does. Awesome. That will be 15 damage. 15 damage as a Mystical Fire Will-O-Wisp launches towards Raichu. Connects with it right on its lips like a little kiss. And Raichu <laughs> falls to the ground, defeated. Yeah. Only one of Watson's Pokemon remains. However, the Voltwish is no problem returning Cabbage. Therefore, it is now Grape Juice versus Manectric. Manectric panting, struggling to keep up. All right. It is Grape Juice's turn, right? Correct. Gonna go for another Mud Bomb. Let's see it. Does a 13 hit? It does not. Dang. Manectric gonna do its best it's the last of watson's options It'll do its best to land an attack here it's a natural 20 oh gosh oh, critical no. hit to fire fang first off grape juice is burned second off grape juice would flinch however they're going to be returned to their ball so that is a nice little evasion uh be sure to mark they are burned yes. and mm. let's look at that damage Dealing a total of 43... No, sorry. It's resisted. Oops. Yeah. Just <laughs> I was like, that's resisted? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's not resisted. Excuse me. <laughs> 21 points of fire-type damage. And is now burned. However, 
is returned for Cabbage, and Manetric stays on the field. Cabbage is going to go for a classic draining kiss. Love it. Does a 12 hit? Does not. Manetric, too speedy, too nimble, refuses to give in. Empowered by that last critical hit, we'll go for another Thunder Fang, getting a 12 to hit. That will not hit. Won't happen. War of Attrition. Cabbage goes back in, burned Grape Juice comes back out. What will Grape Juice do? Grape Juice, this time, is actually going to go for an uproar. So it has to make a... I think this is a con save? Does it not say? Because it says that at the beginning of each turn after I start uproar, they have to make a con save. And then it it, it has like a DC, but it doesn't say what it is. Yeah, it's con. That makes sense. So yeah, Um, con save, 14. Natural 20. No! If there was damage coming off of that hyper voice, Manectric dodges it all. Very unfortunate. And you take burn damage equal to your proficiency bonus. Yes. Manectric, seeing this target, goes for the fire fang. It's a two. Frustrated, as a bonus action, goes for the quick attack. Oh, it's no. a natural three. <laughs> okay. No. Manectric, do something. Uh, cabbage comes in. Grape juice comes out. Cabbage, do something. Cabbage is going for another draining kiss. Okay. It's got this. It's got this this time. Does an 18 hit? It does. Please, Cabbage. Please, Cabbage. Please roll one up. <laughs> End the suffering. Yes. That'll be 16 damage? 16 points of fairy-type damage, with Cabbage recovering 8. Manectric dashes forward with Jaws sparking, and right as it approaches Cabbage, it slips and falls to the ground. Knocked out. Drained of all of its life energy. Let's go. Cabbage takes the battle. Watson lets off a hearty chuckle. <laughs> Great battle. That was incredible. Thank you. Cabbage had taken off um, the pairs of sunglasses prior to battling for better battling, but now returns a pair of sunglasses to her face. Oh, of course. Yeah, she looks so good with them. Watson, very impressed reaches into his pocket and gives you 175 Pokemon dollars. Add that to your wallet. He also slips you the Dynamo Badge. It's a circular badge that kind of looks like circuitry. He then requests to see your trainer card. I will hand it over. He takes it, runs it through a little pocket-sized machine, and hands it back to you. He says, Trainer Elodie, after one more battle, you'll be able to carry an additional Pokemon on your team. Congratulations. Thank you. That is awesome. He says... Well, what's next in the store for Elodie? Any ideas on the next gym you'll challenge? That's a good question. Um, I guess since we're going around to Meteor Falls, and I'm going to pull out my map and look of at course. it. Of course. I have one. Elodie always <laughs> has it. Watson acknowledges this. He says, oh, very prepared. Excellent. Yes, of course, always. As I, as I look at my map, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Rostboro is just past... Uh, Meteor Falls, but I don't, I mean, Elodie wouldn't know if there's a gym there. That's true. Watson says, yes, I think from here, Rustboro would be the best place for a gym battle. Roxanne's an incredible trainer, and she has a gift shop in her gym. You have to check it out. Oh, that's awesome. I wonder what they sell at the gift shop. He says, take a look at this, and he unveils a little necklace that has like a little green geode on it. He says, I got this from her gym. It was wonderful. Ooh, pretty. I I have a friend who really likes rocks. I bet he'd love that. He says, uh, is his name Gimli? Yeah, that's him. 
says, we had a very good discussion after our battle. He might have something to tell you, I think. Um, okay, interesting. He says, well, that's enough from me. I'm going to retire from my gym battles for today. You can take this little minecart all the way back to the entrance of the crawlway. Sounds good. Great. Do you enter the minecart? Oh, yes. You do so. It zooms around past all the other areas you went to before, and you continue to see lots of Pikachu scurrying about. They really like this cave. This is like their favorite mine. It's wonderful. You find yourself at the entrance of the crawlway where you first entered to challenge the gym. And now, with three badges in hand, what will Elodie do with the rest of her day? That's a good question. Um, Approximately 10, 10.30. And the plan was to re-meet up with the party around noon. Okay, so I've got a bit of time before mm-hmm. we all meet up again. Uh, let's see, what was there to do in town? There was the performance center. Mm-hmm. There's shopping. If you're looking for something, it may exist. Just let me know what it is and we'll see. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what I would be thinking of to see if we could go to. Well, first things first, I'm going to heal everybody up. Sure. Yeah, you go to the Pokemon Center. You take care of that. Everyone is fighting fit. Um, on your way to the Pokemon Center, you notice a semi-popular mid-morning establishment. It seems like a place of food service and uh, libations called Mr. Mimosas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're heading that up after the Pokemon Center. Okay. Um, You do that. You enter. Roll me a perception check. Got you. Uh, 11. 11. Uh, This little cafe brunch place is very funny. There's lots of young, hip people here. Seems like the the morning place to be in this part of town. Um, There's a lot of signage that shows a mascot that looks like similar to Mime Jr., but maybe a little bit more mature wearing sunglasses, and holding an orange. The theme is fun and spirited, and also maybe just a little weird. Um, (laughs) You notice... Just like Elodie. Yes, definitely. You notice at a table by a window is a pair of people who look kind of familiar. You know what? You you know at least one of them very well. You know that Schmidt is here, and he's here with someone. Oh. He He did not notice you coming. Can I see who he's with? Yeah, it's it's Sumatra. <laughs> Whoa, spicy, crazy. Uh, it's up to you if you want. I won't to bother them. Okay. Yeah, uh, a hostess approaches you and says, "How many today?" Uh, just me, I guess. She says, "Great. Do you want to sit at the mimosa bar?" Oh yes. She says, "Come with me," and you start walking away from the table uh, that Schmidt and Sumatra are at at the front of the restaurant, and you head towards closer to the kitchen. It's incredible. There's uh, Pokemon. Uh, they have very large hands. They look familiar to the ones that are on the signage out front. And they're mostly hiding like behind a, a, a partition, so to speak. But now that you're at the mimosa bar, you can see them. And they're just grabbing oranges and just squeezing them between their massive hands. And uh, they are falling into little containers, little glass carafes, so to speak. And someone else... Um, another another mime-like Pokemon is pouring champagne into these crafts, and they are being distributed very rapidly. And there is where you are sitting in front of, there is just a whole bucket, a transparent bucket that is full of oranges. And a mime looks at you expectantly, waiting for you to choose which oranges you'd like. Oh, I get to pick the oranges? Absolutely. Oh, this is epic. Can I, like, roll for, like, orange-picking ability? <laughs> of course you can. Are you kidding? 
<laughs> How good I can pick oranges. Yes. I got a 19. Hell yeah. Elodie is such a food connoisseur. She knows which ones are the best ones. Um, she identifies four perfect oranges, and she's ready to get a mimosa out of them. This Mr. Mimosa prepares it. It looks very good. It, the carafe is not quite full, though. Um, and he grabs, he slides the partition down, and then there's a whole new section of the partition. It's like a, what do you call it? It's like if you were at a mimosa subway. Like, there's, uh, there's a whole new selection of fruit and berries. It seems like Mr. Mimosa is expecting you to request more in your custom mimosa. Awesome. Um, roll for selecting mimosa extras. Sure, yeah. There's all sorts of fruits, and then there's, like, assorted berries. You can put thought into it, or you can just roll and see what happens. I think I'm going to roll. Okay. We'll do that. I got a 12 this time. A 12? Not bad at all. Um, he identifies some good, juicy-looking ripe berries. You seem to recognize a couple of them. Some of them are cherry berries. And he squeezes them in, takes the pits out. He reaches under the counter for a brief second and pulls out a small little Pokemon that is blue and it looks like it's wearing a green hat. It's like a... Um, it's like wearing a... It has like funny little nubby legs and a silly face. And he pulls it over the craft and he squeezes it gently and it shoots out water out of its mouth into the mimosa that is being prepared for you. However... It's got like little little bubbles to it. It's like sparkling as it exits his mouth. And then he throws the little Lotad back under the counter, stirs the mimosa up, and hands it over to you with his giant mimey hands. Oh, this is awesome. Um, it is pretty significantly sized. You kind of expect that most people come here to share. Uh, the mimosa that you've been served is probably, you'll be fine, but it might mess you up if you drink all of it. <laughs> I think I'm just going to drink all of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, first things first, uh, the quality of the oranges, exquisite. The champagne, nice and a refined flavor. The berries that were put in it give it like a little spiciness. It's got a little like kick. It's like really good. It's got a complexity of flavor. Um, despite that, Elodie must make a con save. Okay. <laughs> well, I rolled a natural one. I know you did. That's so good. Uh, Elodie downs this concoction in like maybe a fit of celebration from the gym who knows the cause but she swigs it it is gone it is absolutely destroyed and elodie is feeling kind of smashed what is drunk elodie's course of action here um, <laughs> she's um probably gonna get very loud and talkative with whoever is around the bar okay yes Elodie notices that there are lots of young couples who are here, and there are people who are <laughs> sharing their mimosas responsibly because they come in very large carafes. And uh, they're just kind of minding their business. What would Elodie say to them? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, just be like, oh, where are you guys from? And like stuff like that, like asking them and being like, you guys are so cute together. Like if it's like a cute looking couple, you know? Hell yeah. Roll roll a disadvantaged charisma, but she's probably still be pretty good. Okay. Um, I got a 15. 15? Yeah, you turn to your right, and you're like, where are you guys from? And uh, sitting next to you 
are two people that you saw the other day. Uh, and Archie looks at you and is like, Elodie, are, are you wasted? And Maxie says, oh, be quiet. She's allowed to have some fun. Elodie continues to drink. She shares with Archie and Maxie. Archie has a great time. He's talking it up. They're t- he's telling stories. Wow, it's amazing. Uh, Maxie is visibly kind of frustrated, and he's just kind of sitting in silence as the date has changed from Archie and Maxie to Archie and Elodie. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to steal his man. <laughs> it's too late. You don't know what you're capable of. You've already done it. Do you have any Pokemon out, and what are they doing? Cabbage is definitely out, because Cabbage is always out. Yeah. Um, Aubergine has to be out, but she's in the basket. Yes. They can uh, just be vibing. They don't have to be doing anything, but... Right. Uh, I think probably just those two, because I don't want to like cause a scene, even though I'm already causing a scene. Cabbage uh, is probably very interested in the mimosa-making process. Um, yes. And... Probably trying to communicate with the Mr. Mimes and probably distracting them from their jobs. She might have had a little sip of mimosa too. Like maybe she's a little drunk, you know? Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I, or even just like contact drunk because of her right? Elodie. Yes, true. Yeah. It could totally happen. Yep. Love it. Great. With Elodie stealing Maxie's man and Schmidt and Symmetra in the same room, albeit on the other side, that's where we will end the session. Thank you so much for listening to the final of the third series of gym challenges in Dunsparce and Drampop. Extra special thanks to our latest patrons, Cobalt, Hector, and Charbel. Thanks to them, we're able to actually make this podcast happen. Thank you so much, patrons. If you'd like to become a patron yourself, consider joining. As always, our links are all on the link tree at linktr.ee slash Dunsparce. Furthermore, did you know that most of us in this campaign met as friends on Twitch? Me and CJ, the voice of Gimli, are currently working on a Nuzlocke playthrough of multiple generations of Pokemon in a co-op style. It's very worth checking out. If you want to watch, join the Discord. Once again, those links are in the link tree. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you for the next group session next Tuesday. Elodie is 100% going to spend the rest of the time with Archie and Maxie, just like intruding on their date. <laughs> <laughs>